Come on. He is strong. He is powerful. He is Ian Bauer. He is an entrepreneur and founder of Graphic Rhythm. They're a design firm helping business owners and digital agencies breathe life into their projects and ideas. Welcome, Ian. Thanks for having me. Excited to have you on. Ian, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) Well, so my my personal life, um, you know, uh, is, well... That's tough. You see, I, I wanted to immediately say my personal life is I'm a business owner, and that's kind of like a, a contradictory, right? <laughs> um, you know, so I come from, I'm a chef. I used to be a chef for a long time, and so I have kind of this creative background and this production background. Um, I have, you know, wife and two kids, and we love hiking and outdoors and stuff like that. Um but, uh, you know, I own a few different businesses, and one of them, of course, is this graphic design agency. And um, the the design agency, my, I'm actually not a designer, so that's like a little fun fact. My superpower here and my, my whole function in this design agency is as facilitator <clears throat> and kind of like helping people get the thing that they need and uh, kind of like improving the way that people talk to one another. So... I don't know if that answers your question. That was kind of a meandering answer, but no, it's all good. And what is, uh, for lack of a better term, what what is the real driving why behind doing it? Yeah. So the why is kind of like uh, selfish, personal, which is that I was always frustrated with graphic design, and. Um, you know, like I was, I was always the business owner who couldn't get the thing done, right? Or who who had a problem that I couldn't solve. You know, like so, like there's like question, like big questions that I had, like why do logos cost so much money? You know, and you know, isn't it just a stupid graphic design? You know, or like what is even possible in some of the design software? You know, like if I had a design to produce. I had no idea like what a graphic designer could even do. Hmm. And so um, I got good at solving those things and I got good at figuring out the answers to those questions. And, um, you know, so then when I started, when we started offering design as a service, we did it differently than a graphic designer would because a graphic designer is doing it from the place of I'm a graphic designer and here's what I want to offer to people. But my perspective was more like, here's the thing that another business owner needs from us, you know? And so our services are all a little different than you would expect out in the wild because they're mostly conceptualized by me and I'm, I'm my own target market. So I like it. It's a uh, whole sort of first principles thinking and the folks that started Airbnb, they were not from the hotel industry. And Elon Musk is from outer space, and so he's not from any of the industries that he's working in. <laughs> but he, you, know, you sort of apply that, that those those principles of what you know, if perfectly conceived without any of the assumptions of being a graphic designer, what what would we do different? So. You were frustrated. You're like, why does this stuff cost so much? I don't even understand what's possible to now fast forward. Um, so you want people to come to you and say what? 
Um, well, I mean, so what do you mean by that? People, you know, like. So yeah, you, you say here. Here I am. I'm trying to create this. Uh, if I'm a restaurant, a perfect menu, and then and 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 then the it kind of here is here is the problem I'm trying to solve. How how can you help me to do that? Um, yeah. So for, if I would say that the the way that our clients articulate their problem, it's really kind of like. Um, uh, I've I've gone other places, or pr- typically, uh, it's it's more like I've worked with freelancers, you know, and stuff like that, and I haven't been able to get where I'm trying to go. Um, can you guys help me? Hmm. You know, and and it's, you know, like there's a a lot of really talented graphic designers out there in the world, but there's this communications issue, and you know, like a lot of designers, and I and I frequently experienced that with cooks where they ha- they were very technical they were very proficient at their work but there were some soft skills uh that were kind of lacking you know and it's the same exact way with graphic designers because they tend uh to skew towards solitary they tend to skew towards um more uh, creative rather than analytical you know and so um working with clients and those soft skills working with clients aren't always uh, necessarily there. So, you know, a lot of times people that work with us have been burned in the past and, uh, you know, maybe they're a little gun shy and they want to know how this is going to be different than what they've tried in the past. And so that's where we kind of come in. Nice. I appreciate that. I was wondering what the sort of crossovers were between your experience as a chef and doing graphic design. So certainly interfacing with a cook, that certainly does make sense. But how about just 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 more in, in general? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of crossover, actually. Uh, and it, it, uh, like I can we work remotely, but I could feel my team rolling their eyes every time I say, you know, when I ran kitchens, this is how we did it. Because, you know, again, like, um, you know, it, and, and I like that you brought up first principles, but it's also this idea of like operating in a vacuum. You know, like we never looked at our competitors when we were building some of this stuff. And so it's like this organic kind of thing that we came up with. Um, and so the crossovers, um, a lot of production crossover, you know, I bring that in quite a bit, like, um, you know, uh, creating the same dish that is the same every single time a customer sits down and orders it is really, really hard. Uh, and we take it for granted as a populace, but it's a, it's an incredibly difficult thing to do. And so when it comes to production in the graphic design world, it's actually um, even more difficult because instead of now creating the same dish for everybody who orders it, it's we're creating a completely unique original dish for every customer that orders it, you know? And so having um, some production standards in place, you know, things that we do, you know, when in the restaurant business, particularly at the higher end, I was a fine dining chef. You don't see it so much at like the, the lower end places, but there's this, uh, the, what we call the pass. So the pass is like that brightly lit area at the corner of the kitchen. And usually the sous chef is standing there and his job is to inspect every single plate before it goes out and add finishing touches to it. And so I always liken what we do to that kind of process. So, you know, we create a graphic design and it goes to the pass and the creative director looks it over and puts on any finishing touches and then we send it out to the customer. So that's one of the ways that I, I think about it. And also things like 
we have a list of things we do to make our lives easier or to improve the quality of our work, um, you know, which was something that I always found valuable just for alignment purposes in the kitchen. Nice. Yeah, I appreciate that. So somebody comes and they say, you know, I've been working with freelancers, just sort of piecemealing things, putting it all together. And you certainly you appreciated that. You're, it's, it's kind of a natural thing to want to do. Um, so you have said, what we're going to do is make it so people don't need to do that. They can come to us for all of their needs. And you've structured it in a way that, um, well, tell me, tell me how you decided to structure your, 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 your client engagements. So there's a few different ways that you can work with us. And it's really, um, the differences are really about service level. Okay, so uh, think about graphic design um, as, as more of like a construction business, right? So you have the people who do the work, right? The plumbers, the electricians, the carpenters, and so on and so forth, right? And then you have the people who plan the work the people who understand what a good job looks like that, um, you know, so it's really like the general contractor or even the architect, you know, and graphic design is a lot like that, right? So let's say you need a social media post design. You can find an electrician, you know, you can find a graphic designer who is proficient and can do the work, but you need to really kind of be the architect we call that production design. So you're going to come with the ideas and then the designer is going to bring their skills and talents to bear on your project, right? So you're going to come, we call it daily design. It's like a monthly design subscription. So you uh, bring your ideas and then the graphic designer breathes life into it. So that's one of the service levels. But then if you feel like I can't, I'm not good at this and I don't, and I don't feel like I can really, uh, you know, direct a designer the way that uh, I want to, then we have a different service level, which is more of like on a one-off engagement. So um, for instance, our logo and visual identity always includes the services of a creative director. So you, you say, you know, we talk through what your big idea is, but then you, uh, our creative director will actually, you know, figure out how it gets done and, and come with all the creative ideas. And then our, our graphic designer will bring life into what the creative director comes up with. So those are kind of like the two different service levels uh, and the way that we think about design and the way that you can engage with us. Nice. How, how would you coach people on how to be better consumers of graphic design? So that's actually tough. And that's actually one of the things that I, I, we work a lot on is kind of coaching our clients to, um, you know, to submit that better, better design briefs, really. Um, so the first thing that I would, I would kind of say is, uh, I don't know if it's necessarily the internet of things, but it seems like um, the value of graphic design services are undervalued in a lot of cases uh, and almost commoditized. And um, so I would say, first of all, to associate more value with graphic design. And the the clients that we talk to who really get value are the ones that have bur burned in the past by going down super cheap solutions. Um, because it is really a lot of times you get what you pay for. And 
you know, I think that there's a misconception that there's like a, you know, like your designer is back there with his box of crayons and how hard can this be? But there's a really quite a bit that goes into a really nice looking graphic design layout and the way that it's consumed. So that's the first kind of thing is, uh, you know, adjust your perception of the value of graphic design. Um, and then I would also say uh, if you are not a graphic designer and you are purchasing graphic design services, which I assume is most people, don't try to be the graphic designer when you are providing a design brief. And by that, what I mean is a lot of our clients get tangled up pretty quickly once they start providing specific design direction. So, and I'll give you an example. It's like, um, you know, add more contrast to this part or, you know, uh, you know, use this, uh, uh, stock photo and put a wash over it and you know what I mean like so it's like super specific design direction and the reason that I don't recommend you do that is because you're not a graphic designer right <laughs> and, and I think that you probably lack and I'm the same way I lack the ability to really conceptualize in its entirety like what the, the um, results of my design direction are going to be and then so then what happens is the designer thinks, okay, well, they told me exactly what to do. I'm going to do exactly what they said. And then it's terrible. And now you're like, well, this designer sucks, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. um, it's way more effective and constructive and you'll get a better result if you speak more in terms of goals. So like, I would like this to be a bright, sunny image that definitely includes a vineyard in the background, right? That's really helpful. Now the designer can use their skills and experience to say, okay, maybe a lens flare or, or some kind of lighting effect like that would, would look really good on this and help accomplish the goal. Um, same thing with revisions and revisions is where we see a lot of this like over, over direction because now the client's like, Oh, I've got to like put my hand over the designers and like control their mouse. So what we recommend is this um, convention where you say it's too, it's too dark. It's too grungy. It's too light. It's too childish, you know, and then let the designer adjust. Interesting. That certainly does make sense. I, I, I never really thought about um, how, well, it's it's so challenging for for somebody to articulate in words what they do. So creating their own copy is oftentimes challenging, but to actually try to do that visually would even be harder. And so I certainly appreciate um, what you've just sort of laid out. And Anytime we could teach people how to be better consumers or better users of a product or service, I think that that's 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 definitely for the best. So, um, I, I'm I'm not familiar if 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 the way that you've designed your business is unique. Um, but how is how is it being received? It's more of a, for lack of a better term, I don't want to call it retainer or subscription. How how do you describe it? Yeah, so it's a subscription is kind of, is the core thing that we do. It, so and it's unique in that um, you know there's a lot of subscription design services out there. They seem to be cropping up every day, um, and we're unique in a couple different ways. The first way is that we don't offer an unlimited model, like a lot of our competitors like to offer an unlimited business model, um, and we we feel like it's this, uh, somewhat deceptive, right? Because you are in fact limited. You're limited by production capacity. You're limited by timelines. You're limited in a bunch of different ways. Um, and so what we do is we do uh, design credits 
So you're you're not unlimited. We're telling you very specifically how much of our production capacity that we're able to give you, and that's measured in design credit. So if you have a most designs are like in that two design credit range, you know. So you get an idea of like, okay, well, if a social media post is two design credits and I've got fifty, that means I've got about. 25 of these things that I can order every month, you know, or if I need a logo, that's going to be five or 10, 10 credits. So it's going to eat up a little bit more of the production capacity. So that's the one way that we're different. And then the other way, of course, is that we are what we call a full stack design agency. We really want to provide services no matter where you are. So if you need a full on full service, like, you know, logo visual identity service, you know, we can work with you on that. You have a creative director and you can, um, you know, do that. And then the way that we deliver, like particularly like our logo and visual identity service is way different than, well, not way different, but it's, it's unique because again, it's got, it's like got my hands all over it, you know? And so for instance, um, when I would get a logo back, like I've tried all these different logo packages and services like contest websites and stuff like that. And then I would get a logo back and I'd be like, um, what do I do with this? You know, like, like okay great do i just like stick it everywhere you know like i still have a lot of questions like how do i what does a social media post look like for my brand or you know like am i doing the website right like is this right is this what you had in mind mr designer and because i felt unsupported i was kind of like given a a, a logo and set adrift and so we try and go much much further when we do a, a brand uh brand's visual identity we actually mock up uh, the logo, we, we create examples of how your social media posts should look or, or your website banner should look. You know, we provide guidance on different design elements and how they interact together, you know, so that if you wanted to just take this logo and visual identity package and then go off on your own and use Canva or, you know, Wix or whatever, and just be your own designer for a while, you could do that with much more success because we're really just trying to set you up for success in that regard so that's one of the other ways that we're different is we we really have this um you know it's not like you're not going to get a traditional graphic design agency experience with us we, we try and go a little bit further i love it that makes sense well yeah thank you so much for coming on where can people learn more about you how can they engage with you uh so if you want to learn more about our services you can go to uh graphicrhythm.com and uh, if you, um, we set up a special landing page for your audience, it's graphicrhythm.com slash GR slash lifeblood, and you'll be able to uh, download a goodie there. Excellent. If you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Ian your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Give us the website again, Ian. Uh, graphicrhythm.com. And then the other part of it? is uh, it's uh, graphicrhythm.com slash gr slash lifeblood. Excellent. So go to graphicrhythm.com slash gr slash lifeblood and get started. Thanks again, Ian. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. <laughs>